Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Hello and welcome to the Market Your Message show. I'm your host, Jonathan Milligan, and author of the book, Your Message Matters, and founder of marketyourmessage.com. We are in a series that I've called the Your Message Matters book club series. I always thought it would be fun and interesting if we took the book and you followed along with the author, which is me, and I give you some behind the scenes, some applications, some context around the principles that are shared. And I'm doing this series because there are some of my, I have some favorite books of mine that I've read again and again, and I wish the authors would have done something like this. I would have totally tuned in and listened. So we are jumping into the second part today. If you have not listened to the first part, feel free to go back and start there. And so what this book club series is, I'm going to encourage you to take my book. Now it's available on the Kindle, audiobook, or even paperback. And you can get it from bookstores, Amazon, places like that. But I'm also happy to send you a free copy. All you have to do is go to yourmessagemattersbook.com. Again, it's yourmessagemattersbook.com. And I'm happy to send you a free copy. All I ask is that you pay $4.95 for the shipping and handling. All right. So we're going to be jumping in to chapter number one entitled, What Exactly is a Messenger? I thought it was important to define what some of these terms that we're using, because having a message-based business is still somewhat new. This is something that I would say has has only come about in the last 10 years. It's still very new that anyone anywhere can take a message, a story, a passion, a topic, and build a business around it that creates multiple income streams from your knowledge, skills, story, is pretty incredible. And so we're going to define what that is. But I want to kick it off with, on page 25, if you got your book, I want to open it up with this story. One of my favorite books of all time is The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkinson. There have been times where I've told my both my kids, you need to go read the book. When I first started my online business insider program, I bought the book for every single person that was in my program. It's that foundational of a book. And so I'm going to read a little bit of the story here with you so you get the essence of what that book is about. It's really a parable. So starting on page 25, let's jump in. In his modern day parable, The Dream Giver, Bruce Wilkinson tells the tale of a character named Ordinary who lives in the land of familiar. Each morning, Ordinary gets up to go to his usual job. In the evenings after dinner, he sits in his recliner and stares at the box that mesmerizes most nobodies. 
By the way, <laughs> I laughed out loud when I first read this years ago because the box is obviously referring to the TV. It's funny to think about it in that context. All right, let's get back in. Every day is an exact copy of the day before. Ordinary seems content with his daily routines. He's content with life and finds it to be reliable and predictable. That is until the day everything changes. Bruce Wilkinson describes it like this. Ordinary noticed a small nagging feeling that something big was missing from his life. Or maybe the feeling was that he was missing from something big. He wasn't sure. End of quote. So later in the story, Ordinary discovers that the nagging feeling is his big dream, tugging at him to get noticed. And when I read that, and this was after I had left my teaching job, I was like, I'm ordinary. That's me. I have this big dream tugging at me. I don't even know what it is. I don't understand it, but I just know that I have something tugging at me. And if you have that, I get it. You don't know what it is. You're trying to describe it. You're trying to figure out what it is. And I want you to know that's okay because that's part of the journey we're on. So back to the book. At first, this realization excites him. The thought of going after his big dream gives purpose to his life. Yet ordinary has a big problem. The dream inside of him is too big for an ordinary like himself. Well, man. Does that hit, hits on all levels for me. Having this dream that feels so big, you feel so little, you feel so inadequate, you feel like you you can't live up to it. Why even try? Wow. Can you relate? Do you have a small nagging feeling inside that maybe something's missing from your life? Maybe like ordinary, you're not even sure exactly what that is and that's okay. All you need to build the business of your dreams is to answer four fundamental questions. By the way, these four questions really summarize the rest of the book. All right, so let's talk about these four real quick. Number one, what is your unique gift? Now, I know for some people, gift is, I don't have a gift. I don't have, it sounds egotistical, Jonathan, or the, if you don't like the word gift, think about you have a unique perspective, you have a unique story, you have unique strengths, you have uniqueness that might be something that might be easy for you that's difficult for other people. And what happens is we discount those gifts, don't we? Because we think just because this is easy to me, it's probably easy to everybody else too. And when we ask around, we realize that's not true. So we need to uncover your unique gift. Number two, the second question is, who do you want to help? And we're really going to drive into this and give you some thoughts and perspectives to help you figure out the audience that you need to serve or you want to serve. Question three, what problem will you solve? Ultimately, to have a business, you need to be solving a problem. And then question four, how will you attract the people you can help to your business. And that's a big one, right? That is marketing, sales, everything wrapped up into that right there that we're going to get into. And we're going to answer those questions. So what I want to dig into is I just want to define the eight attributes of a messenger. Again, go read chapter number one 
and you can get dig into this even a little bit more beyond our podcast episode. But we're going to to define a few things. All right. So throughout this series, and as you read the book, two terms you're going to hear a lot are messenger and message-based business. So let's define those. Messenger is anyone who has a passion, message, skill, or story to share with the world. In other words, you have a desire to influence others with information and advice that can help them reach their goals and help them be successful in some way. If I just described you, you're a messenger. Second, message-based business. Now, a message-based business earns income through the selling of information, instruction, and advice. And there's lots of ways that we're going to tackle in this series. Things like online courses, membership sites, speaking engagements, coaching programs, books, and even events. Which is great because we can create multiple streams of income from writing, coaching, teaching, and speaking. And we'll get into that more in chapter number seven. All right, what are the eight attributes of a messenger? I'm just going to highlight these because I think it's important that we understand these. Now, listen, you don't have to have all eight of these to say, oh, this is for me. If you have two or three of these, if two or three of these eight resonate with you, then you're in the right place, you're reading the right book, and you're listening to the right podcast. All right, here's number one. Messengers are creatively driven. So messengers are wired to create. In fact, they can't escape their desire to be creative. You actually feel called to create in some way. And sometimes that means, not always, but sometimes that means you love having zero appointments on your calendar so you can be totally creative. doesn't mean you're antisocial. It just means you love the idea of a blank canvas and an opportunity to, whatever that is, be creative. So you're creatively driven. Number two, messengers are mission-oriented. So you want to do something that is not just about what you get out of it, right? And that's the beautiful thing about this type of business is you get to serve others and build a great life for yourself where you have time freedom to work when you want and not work when you don't want. You don't have to ask permission to take a Friday off. You just take a Friday off. And that is what's awesome is that you can serve others and get what you want. But at the heart of it is you want to serve people. You want to serve a cause greater than just personal survival. And while most people are working for the weekends, you're working for a mission every day that you deeply believe in. That's exciting. Okay, third attribute of a messenger. They are transformation makers. They're working hard not to just earn a living, but they're deeply motivated by this idea of causing change in the lives of others or change in the world. Income with no impact leaves an uncomfortable emptiness in the life of a messenger. I'll tell you a quick little side story. When I first got started back in 2009, something that was really popular back then was creating niche sites, blogging, and getting a bunch of your articles to rank, and then putting Google AdSense, like ads, all over your blog, 
and then raking in the money. And I had friends who were making thousands of dollars every month from people just clicking on their ads that were in their blog post. I was like, man, that's so awesome. And I remember when I got up to about $1,200 a month in AdSense revenue, I said, man, I'm going to take this to the next level. So I started buying all kinds of domains. I was doing keyword research and SEO, and I was creating these niche sites. I had one about backdoor basketball, and I had another one that was about black mold, and another one that was about solar lighting for your garden or landscaping. And here's the thing. I end up just selling those sites off because even though I was making money, I was completely bored. I didn't feel like my work was making an impact. And I didn't want to write one more black mold removal article. And that's when I realized I needed something that I was passionate about. And that was really about the time that I started, at least I bought the domain name back in 2011 and I ended up starting it a few months later, bloggingyourpassion.com. Because I saw all these people who were doing things they weren't passionate about just so that they can make money. And yet there wasn't a feeling of making an impact. By the way, I'm glad I made that move because Fast forward two years after that, and that's when Google started making algorithm updates and they started naming them after Panda, Penguin, all these updates. And the whole business model for some of my friends completely collapsed because their whole business model was based off of their articles that were ranking in Google. And when they stopped ranking, they stopped making money. So I was glad that I decided to pursue something I was more passionate about. So that's a big one want to make sure that you get that one because I think it's important. Transformation makers, that you want to do something that's transformational in the lives of others. Number four, messengers are challenge seekers. So we sometimes get bored with the comfort zone. Comfort equals boredom for a lot of us. That doesn't mean we're reckless. doesn't mean we're delusional. We just like new challenges. Like I said earlier, and I think it was on the last podcast, the best fruits found out on the end of the limb. And messengers sometimes doubt their abilities. They still know that the undiscovered path is more exciting than the beaten down trail. All right, number five, messengers are gift cultivators. What that means is we want to cultivate our own gifts Like this idea of self-evaluation, self-discovery, figuring out what our gifts are. Those are attractive to us. We want to know more about ourselves, but more than just that, we want to help others live their full potential. We want to help them reach their goals, overcome their challenges. I think that's really important that we understand that. Okay, number six, messengers are leading learners. Now, while learning and education after college for most people ends, we are lifelong learners. If you're a messenger, you want to grow, you want to learn, you want to be better. Oftentimes, you want to consume books, you want to watch courses, you want to attend events, especially in areas of interest. So 
messengers can't help but turn around and teach what they've learned, right? That's what it's like for many of us. We learn something, we get excited about it, we turn around and we want to teach that to others. Number seven, messengers are freedom lovers. What that means is we don't want to accept the status quo. We don't want to just accept the way things are, that they are the way they are. We want to see how things can be better. Oftentimes it means we're on a crusade for freedom in some way. Freedom of time, freedom of money. I remember reading this in the Motivation Manifesto from Brendan Burchard. We are all meant to be wild and independent and free. Our hearts are filled with a ferocious passion for life. The day is meant to be ours, and our purpose within it is to live as who we truly are and enjoy the full terrain of life's freedom as we chase our own meaning and purpose, our own legacy. So do you want to pursue freedom in some way? You're in the right place. All right, here's the last one. Number eight, messengers are future focused. What do I mean by that? We often wonder How could life be different tomorrow if we just change what we're doing today? Some people want things to stay the same. We're open to change. We want to see things be better. We want to be better. We hope that tomorrow is better. We hope that we're improving in some way. Messengers oftentimes inspire others to lift their heads, cast their eyes out on the horizon, and stand in the future to see what could be. So what do you think? Did these resonate with you? I hope that they do. And to kind of wrap up this uh, podcast episode on chapter one, I want to go back to the end of the chapter. It's on page 30, and it's entitled, When Staying the Same is Not an Option. So we're going to come back full circle to the story of Ordinary. By the way, here's a little book writing tip, one that I caught as I read a lot of books. Whenever you, you don't have to do this in every chapter when you write a book, but you're going to see me do this throughout different chapters in the book is to start a story and then come back around to the story at the end. I think it creates these bookends, no pun intended, but a bookend on the front and the back end of your chapter that helps people to really retain what they just learned, right? Stories are windows that let the light in. So, We go back to the story of ordinary to wrap it up from the dream giver. And let me read a little bit of this. What ordinary felt inside was the stirring of his big dream. To get to the land of promise, he had to leave the land of familiar. To leave the land of familiar, he had to get past the border bullies blocking his path. To his surprise, the border bullies were not strangers, but people he knew. By the way. Side note, isn't that true? That doesn't mean that they're bad people. Doesn't mean if you have family members that don't get your dream, if you have family members that don't quite understand what you're doing, sometimes they just, they don't get it. And that's okay. Don't let that discourage you. Here's what, here's a direct quote from the book on this topic. Quote, he never imagined they'd be some of the nobodies that knew him best. Now his mother uncle, and best friend all stood silently before him, blocking his view of the bridge to his big dream. How would he ever get past them? Should he even try? He needed time to think. Most creative entrepreneurs feel a lot like ordinary. 
They feel isolated with a big dream inside them. I know I did. No one else quite gets the vision we see. Where we see an opportunity, our friends see demise. They don't want to see us get hurt. They don't want to lose something important. Us. But what they fail to realize is that staying the same is already killing us. It's a slow death of the soul. We were born with a purpose, calling, or deep mission to pursue. Our high sea calls, and we must answer. But before you get started on the how, you must believe like ordinary that your dream is worth it. And that's what we're going to unpack next. So in the next episode, I'm going to unpack chapter two with you. And chapter two is called Why Your Message Matters. If you've ever wanted to know, Jonathan, why does my message matter? I'm a nobody. Why should I pursue this? I don't have any special skills, gifts, talents. You're definitely going to want to tune in to the next episode. We're going to dive deep into that. So again, if you don't have your copy of the book, it is going to do wonders for you. And here's why. This is my old high school teacher coming out of me. When you have the physical book in front of you or a Kindle book, you're able to follow along, you're able to highlight, make notes, and you're able to retain because not only are you listening, but you're looking at the book as well. Little pro tip, one of the things I do when I read books is I read the book and I listen to the audiobook at the same time. It really helps me to focus and makes it more memorable to me. So you can absolutely do that with this podcast series. We're just getting started. So there's still time for you to get a copy of your book. If you want a free copy, then go to yourmessagemattersbook.com. That's yourmessagemattersbook.com. I'll send out a free copy. You can always go back and start from the beginning, work your way through these. I'm working on having each of these be around 15 to 20 minutes long, definitely under 30 minutes if possible. And I want you to really unpack and understand the material in this book because they can be life-changing for you. So with that, we'll wrap up this episode. I hope this was helpful to you in some way. And if you're enjoying this, will you do me a favor and go rate or review our show or even share it with somebody that you think might need this series and maybe even buy them a copy of the book so they can follow along. All right, until next time, never forget your message matters.